This is the Monet Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Honestly, I'm freakishly <laughs> surprised that um, people are still subscribing to this newsletter. Please don't stop, honestly. Um, keep sharing with friends, but I promise I'll get better. But I just find it crazy that I've been getting um subscribers while I haven't been posting in the past I think it's like three months but I am reawakened I am gonna be posting way more preferably and most likely more clean recordings because listen your girl is trying to get um deals brand deals sponsorships da 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 and what I do right now is more so for me and to get more comfortable exposing myself or being more vulnerable or I don't know whatever other way you want to say that anyway in good tradition of the lazy Capricorn pod clash podcast actually is a pod clash isn't it podcast slash newsletter i am not sober yay and i just got home um i had a really good day actually i went to the office my job's office not the office building i like but i'm okay with it because i was surrounded by some of my favorite people at the company that are still at the company after all the fires, layoffs, and quits, whatever. And <laughs> it was not the best day because I still had to work. And absolutely because of my own fault, I procrastinated a little too close to the sun and I had to do work that should have already been done so I felt like I was on punishment (laughs) in another room doing my work while everybody else was playing and kikiing and playing games and having fun and drinking but it was cool I learned my lesson I'm going to be doing better figuring out how to do better for myself in general so this is one of the things like less procrastinating 2023 you know anyway that's not the point the point is I had a really good day and then what was the point I don't remember my day was good after that after work I went and got dinner with a friend it really wasn't dinner it was a press dinner not saying it wasn't real it was for this Nigerian spot in the city I'm actually really excited to put together the TikTok for this spot. Um, It was really good. I mean, spicy as shit because it was Nigerian food, but it was so good. And I had so much fun and I met amazing new people. And my friend that came with me, she is amazing. And honestly, I'm enjoying like reconnecting with so many people. Because the friend that I hung out with today, we reconnected, technically, like reconnected at another mutual friend's, mutual acquaintance 
if you will, um, going away party. And we kind of like been still like trying to figure out how to balance our schedules to finally hang out. And we finally hung out, went to this press dinner and it was so good. And I'm just so excited to just get to know so many people's journeys. Like, what are you doing? And what is your life about? And how are you? And the experiencing new spirits is just so fun. It is so fun. I had so much fun with her. But I met amazing people tonight. And the food was great. The drinks were amazing. Um, A lot of different foods that I've never had before. So that was really interesting. Um, But I'm, I'm... if anything, I'm really excited to get into that side of my life, like just experiencing new new food and new drinks and I don't know, experiencing culture. So if anything, I'm really excited about that for my birthday vacation. I will talk way more about that in December. But anyway, so after that dinner, I took the train to go home, but I didn't go home. Well, eventually, obviously. I took the train, (laughs) missed my stop because I started editing my TikTok videos on the train, which is probably the worst thing to do because I'm very tapped in and focusing and I missed my stop. So I got off at a random stop. I was just like, you know, it's fine. Obviously, I'll just like backtrack because it was supposed to be a straight stop to where I was going. But that didn't happen. I got off the train and there was no backtrack because... That happens when you get super deep into Brooklyn. And I was like, you know what? F it. I'm actually pretty close to my apartment, which I was. But so I started calling a lift, called a lift. And while I was calling a lift, I heard music and I turn around and there's a bar behind me. And listen, y'all been listening since I started this thing. And you know, if anything, I'm going to walk into a random bar because hello, like that just felt very go with the vibes. And I tend to do that. So cancel my lift. I go into the bar chilling. I'm walking through some girl is like, I love your outfit. And I'm like, I love your jacket. But then I told, I had to tell her like, hold on, I'll be right back because I entirely forgot that I had to pee so bad and I was like when I say I was holding my pee I was holding it so I had to go to the bathroom go to the bathroom and come back out be like no you're a vibe you're cute love your jacket like what it was very like you're cute no you're cute kind of vibe and honestly coming back to my queerness it's just like girl please don't give me too many compliments in a row but of course it didn't stop because now I'm like oh my gosh you're fun I like you and now I'm in a bar. I'm like, I might as well get a drink. I'm like, uh, what are you drinking? What's the vibe here? Blah, blah, blah. So she tells me what her friend first ordered. And she was like, but I don't know. I'm like this. I'm like, okay, bet. Do you want it? And she looked at me shocked. And I'm like, do you want a drink? So I get me and her a drink. And we're chilling. And we're vibing. She's like, oh, I like your spirit. You're so genuine. Like welcome to my world because that's very normal over here because we do genuine vibes anyway for the rest of the few how long i was there let me think i i wasn't there long um maybe 30 45 minutes at best 
and chilled with her home her her homegirl one of her guy friends and we just talked and vibed and eventually I called a car and right before I called the car of course the astrology question always comes up and everybody asks me my sign and nobody ever gets it right like they literally guessed every single sign before they got to my sun sign and I feel like I'm pretty used to that so it was fine like I'm I know, I know I don't act like my sun sign, especially if I'm drunk. Honestly, probably only if I'm drunk or if I'm super comfortable. Nobody guess, guesses my sun sign correctly. That just doesn't happen. So that was fun. And I had a good night. I had a good day, honestly. Even outside of, you know, stressing about work, at the end of the day, I created a really good article and I don't I don't know if I'm a fan of it per se. I feel like it was rushed. I feel like I was frustrated towards the end. So I was just trying to put it together and it's something I need to work on. So I'm not sure I really like it, but I did it and it was at bare minimum good enough for my two editors and it was cool, you know, so fine. Um, I had a great dinner and after experience. So I had my own little party and after party. Anyway, that's not what any of this is supposed to be about. And (laughs) so we're going to talk about what I actually wanted to talk about. But first, hi, welcome to the Lazy Capricorn. I am Monet. (laughs) And I don't know if anyone listening is watching the netflix series from scratch but that's what i'm about to share i'm about to share my thoughts on from scratch and i have to be honest i have been watching it passively for the first three episodes so i get the general gist of it um zoe zeldana meets goes to italy meets this amazing guy falls in love they get married blah 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 awesome but that's whatever it was kind of like easy backstory and honestly I started the show before it started getting hype because everybody is like oh you know if not everybody but people on the internet was like oh if you don't cry during from scratch or if you don't feel something then something's wrong with you and for me I cry at almost everything I watch especially if it's a drama if it's a romantic drama romantic comedy even sometimes but so I said okay fine but I was already watching it so when they start when they said the show and I was gonna go look it up I was like oh my gosh I started already so I just restarted started again and I had the same reaction which was the beginning is boring it goes so slow towards the beginning but it's enough to casually watch for the first three episodes like you just got to push through it I'm honestly also contemplating just starting from the beginning again because maybe I missed the moment to fully tap in because I was casually watching it that might also be a thing we will see um but episode four episode four I Honestly, I have a terrible perception of time. So I'm not sure if I watched it yesterday or day for yesterday. But I recently watched episode four and I was 
fully tapped in. And the emotions I felt in this episode, and I also think this is where the episode takes a turn, right? Um, if you haven't watched it yet, I guess, spoiler alert, don't finish it, blah, blah, blah. But I originally, I just want to be honest, detour or asterisk. Originally, I was going to record this and not share the like big reveal of episode four, but I'm not sober, so who knows what I say because I just want to, I just want to express my feels. But that the, the big whoop of episode four isn't even what I want to focus on. I am absolutely obsessed with the beginning of the episode, the beginning and the middle ish, where Lino, the main, the the what's the word, the lead male character. I have to figure out his name because he's actually a really well-known actor. And I feel bad I don't know his name. But he wants to open a restaurant or he wants to get some sort of... He wants to take out their savings, their marital savings, to take on this restaurant that the random... that The place that he's working at is closing down. The guy is like, oh, I'm getting... You know, it's just going to sit here. He wants to do a pop-up because he is an Italian chef and he's amazing at it. But he's working at some rinking-dink diner all this time. So I want to have a pop-up to show this town what I can do. But at the same time, his wife, Zoe Zaldana, she has two options. She currently works at an art gallery and she works in artist management. We're going to say PR, whatever. So she works in PR, right? So she works at PR in this gallery opening. And she also works part-time at a school teaching children art, right? So... At both positions, she got a promotion. At the part-time job, she got promoted to basically teaching full-time. I I think I'm probably wrong, but no. She got some sort of advancement in the part-time job. I don't know if it was considered promotion or raise or whatever, but it was some sort of full-time, like, this is your job, we want you here. And at the gallery, she got promoted fully by you know it's more high-end it's more not necessarily corporate but way more money and working with artists now Zoe Zaldana's character is an artist herself so with taking the gallery job where she's representing artists she yes she's advancing in a career and making more money but she is moving away from her dream which is being an artist and I just think that's so very relatable then on the other hand you have you can take the position the full-time position at the school with the kids I don't I don't know if it's school I think it's like a some after after school program or center I'm not sure but you could take that position make it full-time and you will actually be creating art and being an artist now she and it's multiple things that happen. And also keep in mind, I'm going by memory. And my memory is very wonky. So if certain scenes are not in order the way I say them, it's just what it is. So she, Zoe Zaldana, does not consult her husband first. She doesn't go to Lino because she has already rationalized, I can either make more money or I can follow my personal dream. But if I make more money and go with that position, then I'm getting away from my dream. But if I take, 
if I but that that would be advancing his career you know because they'll have more money he'll be able to do his pop-up he will be able to figure out his role as a chef or more so well he is a chef but in America he's an aspiring chef because again they met in Italy he's an aspiring chef here and she doesn't know if she wants to sacrifice his dream or hers so she calls her father now as someone who does not fucking like relationship advice from their father because i don't my dad is very my dad is very like nobody deserves you kind of character and let me let's be real the man's not wrong but i can't tell him that because i'm with somebody i'm just like you know Anyway, that's not the point. The point is she calls her father. And it's a very relatable conversation between an adult child. Because at the end of the day, like, that's still his daughter, right? But she is an adult. She calls her dad for advice. And she tells him the situation. And he basically tells her, which my father has told me, that is your relationship. Y'all need to figure it out. You're not dumb you can figure it out and he says it in a nicer way obviously but not obviously but he says it in a nicer way and she doesn't like it so she's like I'll just call you later whatever so then they have the pop-up he brings to her and I'm skipping it he brings to her the idea of the pop-up shop hey I want to take this restaurant have a pop-up bring investors in have customers come in try my food and she hesitates but initially she agrees now this is a big deal to me when I was watching because the conversation itself when he brings the idea to her the idea is fleshed out he knows there's a risk and he explains to her and understands and empathizes with her like I know this doesn't seem like a full-fledged plan but I promise it is it is a risk if this goes well and the investor invest that's a will be fine you know i I will figure it out from there but he has a plan and it's structured and at the moment it seems knowing what we know as an audience it does seem kind of iffy do you follow his plan that seems so kind of taking a risk but he reminds her this is our relationship. We have been taking risks. We came from Italy. He moved to America. His parents doesn't approve of their relationship. Tech, honestly, her parents really don't approve of a relationship. But that's a whole nother podcast because I have thoughts on how her parents re- respond to him. But, um, and honestly, how his parents respond to her. But honestly, whatever, whatever. So the whole relationship has been this risk. What is another risk, especially if it goes well? And ultimately, she agrees to be like, yeah, let's take our savings as a married couple and put it into this pop up and just cross fingers and hope and pray it works. And I love this moment because it's such a testament to the faith that they have in each other, because he has to trust her enough to even bring the idea to her. Like, imagine, imagine believing in something and feeling confident enough to bring it to your partner, your person to say, hey, I want to do this thing and I really need your help in a really big way. And knowing that they could, 
they can do it. It's not impossible. They can absolutely do it. But knowing that it's a risk and knowing it's a possibility for them to say no, but also knowing that if they take this jump with you, it will advance your relationship in some kind of way. So, and for him, it's like a, I have to be vulnerable to you to tell you that I have this dream and I need you to basically invest in it and trusting that that person will do it essentially. And for her, she has to look at him having this dream, knowing what she knows about her potential dreams and career aspirations or what's just possible because technically the money is just possible. It's not her, it's not what she it's what she needs, not what she wants, not what she desires out of life. But looking at the person that you absolutely love and say, you know what? I do have faith in what you can do. And at the same time, he also in the scene when he like pitches her the idea of opening, of doing this pop-up, he cooks her a meal. He cooks her a meal to remind her that I do this. This is what I'm, I'm, I am, I am amazing at this thing trust me I can deliver and I just think that's so amazing it, it takes a lot of vulnerability and a lot of trust and a lot of openness for two people to look at each other and say I have absolute faith in who you are and your mission and your journey and I'm willing to follow you through with it I love that scene. <laughs> I love this scene so, 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 so much. And it's just so good. It's just so good. And I'm, I wanted to talk about that. And there's just a relationship in general. Because again, remember, I tapped in episode four. But specifically for this newsletter, because I will be talking about my journey into cozy gaming and what that means to me and why it's so important as someone who takes life very very serious and a little too serious sometimes and I'm trying to work on it and as a someone who's trying to get in touch with their inner child and who has a very close connection with their inner submissive and it just it's just so many things so many layers to my my cozy game era that I probably should have seen it coming. But for this show, and particularly this episode, now I'm fully, I'm tapped in. I've been watching. I'm actually a few episodes from this episode because um, I watch while I'm working. But I just think this is such a beautiful, beautiful testament to love. And it reminded me, watching the episode, it reminded me how much I miss romance and being romanced and someone wanting to be romantic in the way that you need to and I it's also because I'm so about being transparent I recently broke up with my partner and I'm in this space where I'm like rediscovering myself more so or yeah not re I am I'm rediscovering who I am as this solo person who doesn't have to consider another person intimately in a sense and 
I've been really focusing on myself and figuring out who I am and who I was and who do I want to be, especially, you know, end of the year. End of year is also my birthday. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of reasons to reflect. And one of the biggest things I feel is I have extremely compromised on my love and appreciation and desire for romance. It's so important to me. And I feel like I kept dwindling, dwindling, dwindling my definition of it in my past relationship in regards to my ex. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Because I want to be able to say, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what I need to feel romantic and close and gooey on the inside and just appreciate it. And I didn't get my my level of romance that I appreciate and even and it's just so interesting because I feel like I've been watching I am a lover of rom-coms I am a lover of romantic dramas like that that is my jam but there's something about going through this this particular heartache because it, it was my choice but it's still very it hurts you know like there's something about going through this and then looking at a testament to the kind of love and the kind of security that I want in a relationship and one knowing that I made the right decision and then two being like oh my god I I compromised on that so badly I didn't I don't or didn't feel secure in my desire for romance and how important it was to me and how much I was dwindling what it meant to me based on somebody else's capability of doing it and it's just so crazy the things that your brain does when it's when it's trying to reformulate itself to a new reality because within my relationship I was fine not doing the things I was okay with it not fully obviously but I compromised and was like okay but then now out of it and now you know doing the thing that you shouldn't do is like ruminating like what went wrong and how did it go wrong and what did you do wrong and what could you have done better and how could you have fixed it on top of all of that is also thinking of like, you know, what did you learn? Because my therapist has taught me you should definitely still learn something out of it. And what I learned is romance is really important to me. I am a romantic person. I love romancing people and showing people I care and I paid attention and I'm thoughtful and this is how I express that. And to the best of my capabilities and I may go overboard sometimes, but I'm been I'm trying to do better at that. <laughs> I'm not going overboard, but it is it is something for someone to see you and know and be able to give you the romantic, give you the deep, intimate, sensual, thoughtful, considerate 
experiences that you desire. And maybe you don't even desire it. Maybe sometimes you just need it. And you don't even know it yet. But you do when you see it. And I say all this to say, watching that episode and seeing that kind of love and care was, oh, it just shot me in the freaking chest a little bit. And I don't know what scene everybody's talking. I don't know how this show is going to wrap up. I don't know, you know, what's the part that everybody is hysterical over. I haven't reached it and I don't want nobody to tell me. But all I know is... I am tapped in now <laughs> at episode four. I, well, I'm further now. I think I'm at episode six. I'm a, I'm a little bit far. Um, I am tapped in and I am here. And I will definitely be giving my review what I think afterwards. But not a but. What's a good transition here? So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. And, um, I am going to post this. I'm not going to edit it as I have not. And I would say definitely for the rest of the year, don't expect any edited podcasts. They're going to be what they are, um, until I find a producer who is with the shits or I figure out how to do it myself and most likely I'll probably just figure out how to do it myself but this isn't wood what is this this is a very soft bed sheets I don't know knock on my bed sheets some producer does want to help me out that would be amazing but in any case this is what it is the text also will be what it is and I'm kind of excited because I have a lot of thoughts for my newsletter and I do promise this is different because I'm like, I feel like I'm always like, I'm going to do better and I never do. No, I definitely am figuring out a proper schedule for this newsletter one because, listen, social media is doing a lot, which I will eventually be talking about in another episode. But social media is doing a lot. And this newsletter is honestly, as much as I personally made it this anxiety-driven thing, I love just sharing the things that I'm thinking of and talking about and thinking about and um, talk, yeah, talking about with my friends like and seeing on internet. Like I just, I just like sharing. I think newsletters are cool. I follow so many, which I also will be sharing in this episode. Um, I will be figuring out a new schedule, but also know I'm going through a heartbreak. So don't hold me to too many things for the next month. And I also go on vacation at the end of December. So. I may be out of touch towards that time and the top of January, but I have so many things planned for January, February, March. I am just so excited. It's so many things. And I'm like, I, I just, I'm so excited and they're so good. So if you've been rocking with me for this long, just know, (laughs) thank you. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, there's a few things I still got to do. I know I've been saying like the gift bags for a minute and I do have the addresses that were sent. One, I have all the things. I just have to do them, but they're coming. I promise. (laughs) 
Um, what else? What else? What else? Da, 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 da. Follow me on all socials. They're all still the same. B-Y, Mona Thomas. That's what it looks like, even though that's not how it's pronounced. B-Y-M-O-N-A-T-H-O-M-A-S. Literally everywhere. I'm also going to be sharing my Twitch and Discord. I don't know if I need to share a Discord. I don't know how it works yet. I haven't figured it out. But I do have a Twitch. I will be figuring out how to use Twitch because my cozy game era is here and I will be playing games. Will I? Can I play games and talk at the same time? I have no idea. But we will see. And that's it. This is very long. But honestly, I haven't made one of these in so long. So I haven't been able to figure out how to filter myself yet. 32, 33 minutes. It's a minute. Whatever. I am on a this is lazy Capricorn. Follow me on all the things. Please share this with your friends. I'm trying to get more subscribers. I'm trying to hit a hundred subscribers on this newsletter, a thousand followers on Instagram. Honestly, a thousand followers on TikTok. Please get me there. We we will get there. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. <laughs>